0: door shut start the stream to the stream wait for it to tell me i can go live hit the go live button and we're live here on facebook I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast Land, and also i'd like to welcome my buddy rich rich how you doing
1: i'm doing good mike and also welcome to those uh watching us on the facebook on oh, no, not facebook uh youtube by Lost the my train of thought there a little bit by I'm, the
0: way i learned something last night you know that you know on the facebook side when we watch if you ever watch it back on facebook how i have that pause mm-hmm. until i'm waiting yeah. for it to to actually know that i'm live do you know yeah. that there's a name for that what's that it's the millennial pause Huh. Apparently, it's something millennials do that zenials think is ridiculous. They're already, like, they're talking as they hit the button, and they just trust that it went live at that time.
1: hmm I, I don't know.
0: It, it scares me. I thought about trying it this week, but I didn't. Plus, those that are listening in podcast land and those watching on YouTube get the recording, which I start a couple seconds earlier. So they get some bonus bits.
1: All right. Cool, cool. all right mike so how how was your week
0: uh you know we got some big news to share on the on the show uh we'll save it for later but it's about work and uh a poll question we did four years ago
1: it was when you first when you were making that transition when you were gonna move up to uh yeah i think that would have been four years ago yeah yeah i think it has been four
0: yep we have an official answer to the question we'll give that to you at the end that of the show is right um yeah but no it's uh it's been a good week uh work's been good uh really enjoying it really getting to, to know people better and, and getting uh getting people there uh shout out to the Okaboji community school district uh as we might have some people listening from there yeah so let's get excited about that um rich mm-hmm. uh how was y- oh uh my little girl had a pretty big fall this week she banged her head on the corner of a of a chair at church and she she ended up uh putting about a one inch gash on her on her forehead um she's doing fine good The, the worst part for her was when she's they so for little kids what they do is they wrap they put their arms inside a blanket and they wrap it up really tight and then they have somebody hold you and they like they're holding your head straight so you can't like move around, and they just have you like cocooned. That freaked like the whole time in the in mm. the We had we ended up taking her to the hospital just to make sure that she was okay. Uh, it was bleeding pretty heavily. Head wounds tend to. It was wide. It was not super deep, but it was big enough that we thought we should probably have it looked at. Best worst case scenario, they super glue it, which is what they did, and mm. s- sent us on our way we made it we even made it back to church so it was great um good but with all that being said uh yeah it that was a little crazy uh last weekend was quite crazy i'll yeah i think i told you about the whole ordeal but man it was it was a crazy weekend we we'll, i can let you know after the show about how crazy it ended up going uh after all
1: but yeah uh pretty normal week pretty normal week for me so not much not too much change in hands, so I get to uh, go next door and be a coordinator at a different third-party logistics warehouse for Deer. So I'll start that on Monday. So, so that
0: that became official. I was going to ask you. You, I knew you, you yeah. were kind of up for it, and.
1: Yep, I, I I get to move to uh to a different warehouse site, just next door, not moving towns or anything. But...
0: Increase in wa- rate wage.
1: No, just like different that. responsibilities.
0: Okay, I mean, that, there's nothing wrong with that. It's still, I mean, you're, you're, it's what you need to do, right? Yep. Okay. Um, so, Rich, we got actually a pretty decent show. Um, as much as we don't have a lot of live sports that we're talking about, uh, we probably should get basketball in the mix a little bit more, uh, and we're going to uh, next week, in fact, uh, because we have stuff to talk about that in our quick hits, along with um, the NFL Combine, and what's your measurements? Rich, what else do we got going on this week?
1: Well, Mike, like every week, we're gonna be going into the NASCAR corner, along with Triple I Sports Guards Incorporated to give you the results of the last week's race and give you a prediction for this week's race. And we're gonna be talking some baseball as we got spring training is in full effect. And this week's topic will be what we're hoping to see out of our Chicago Cubs for the 2023 season. But Mike, all that and more, but what do we got to do first? We're going to...
0: Iowa, this is Bald and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Okay, Rich. So this week we had a poll question. Our poll question was, if the house is a rockin' versus Apache, jump on it. First of all, where did you vote?
1: I went with the houses are Rockin' just with so many memories of uh, watching Steamwheeler football in its heyday uh, when they first were first were in operations the first time around uh, going to those games with uh, a lot of games with my dad so I gotta go with the houses are Rockin'.
0: Okay, I am gonna make a phone call. Oh, because uh, we are at a tie.
1: Okay. And you and I are at an impasse. Got it. Because you went with Apache. I
0: went with Apache. Jump on it.
1: So. So is our non-Facebook follower, Mr. Joe Hart, going to be our tiebreaker?
0: Uh, If he answers. (laughs) Hi, you are on Balls and Sticks, the (laughs) podcast. Uh, We need a vote for our poll question because it is tied three to three. The poll question is, which do you like better? The House is a Rockin' or Apache, jump on it.
1: The House is a Rockin'.
0: The House is a Rockin' wins with four (laughs) votes. Joe Hart, you you made it up. Thank you very much. We will talk to you later. Okay, there you go. Uh, he picked The House Is A Rockin'. So you, Solomon, Debbie Granton, Washburn, uh, and Joe Hart all voted for The House Is A Rockin', uh, which means Apache Jump On It uh, loses uh, me your brother and Tim Flanker all voted for uh, Apache Jump On It. Man, bummed that that's the way it went, but We are men of the people. We call in a vote. So I am actually going to change my interaction to. uh, Why
1: don't you just make uh, all the two balls and sticks? Yeah. Okay. And then I'll. All right. So this.
0: Balls and sticks by way of Joe Hart voted for. The house is a rockin'. There you go. We now have an answer. Uh, There you go, folks. So back to me on there.
1: Okay so this week's poll question our final wild card second chance which will be our 16th song so we can get back to a sweet 16 and move on without any second no more second chances or yep. bringbacks. backs it's going to be the crazy train against thunderstruck and this
0: out of all of the uh out of all of the 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 like runoffs that we did this is probably the hardest one for me
1: yeah I, I i i can agree i'm not quite sure how i'm gonna vote on this one most of the times because we kind of decided these matchups off air so we could get 16 songs before going forward in like a second round this was the one that initially issue is like yeah i'm gonna go vote for the song that i nominated but now that i'm seeing it on the paper I don't know which way I'm going to go. I don't
0: down. remember which one I nominated, but uh, <laughs>
1: you, I. You had Thunderstruck. I I put the cra- I think I put tra- Crazy Train.
0: Yeah, I don't. E- either way, I love both of these songs. I don't know which way I'm going to vote. Well, you'll have to All tune right. in next week to find out. Mm-hmm. Rich, do you see what's coming up next?
1: Mike, is it a left turn? It is. And after that. Is it another left turn? Yes, it is.
0: Which and why is that?
1: Mike, cause we're going to go into the NASCAR corner and the NASCAR corner is presented by triple I sports cards incorporated. Uh, go down, to go down and check them out on fifth Avenue in Moline for all your sports cards and sports memorabilia needs. Uh, and you can also find them on eBay, triple I sports cards incorporated. It's Mike, where were the cars racing last week? Last
0: week they were racing in Fontana at the auto club Fontana motor speedway, uh, for the, Pala Casino 400. Rich, this is the last time we will see the cars going around the track in that configuration.
1: That's right, because I guess due to some uh, land development, the two-mile track is going to be torn down for some future development in the area. But they're still going to—they're still going to rebuild a race track on the site. It's just going to be smaller. Did they yeah. say, I couldn't remember from the broadcast, that said it was just going to be like a quarter mile. Is it a quarter mile? They say they were just doing a half mile track. But we won't be going to Fontana for a little while.
0: Yeah, it's going to be like a three year development. And, um,. So the new Fontana, da, 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 da. man, it's, we're not going to see it until 2026.
1: Yeah. So who knows how many tracks are going to be, how many new tracks we could have by the time that comes back. Yeah. Yeah. They just, the story I'm seeing just seems they've planned short track and truck trailer parking doesn't necessarily say how much what exactly is going to be on the site for a nascar pack but i guess it's a a dallas-based industrial developer hillwood which was founded by ross pro jr announced in 2020 that they would sell the fontana facility and other holdings as it seeks to find new revenue streams And better utilize its massive land holdings across the United States
0: yeah I'm not a big fan of this Uh, we're seeing it across the country though we're seeing tracks shut down Um, we're gonna we're gonna stay in the the racing realm but not necessarily talk NASCAR for just a second as we talk about this let's let's give the people the rundown of what happened then we'll do we'll go into the, uh, we'll go into this week, and then we'll go into the Mikey's Corner as we, uh, as we let me slightly rant about NASCAR and or about race, racetrack development. So, Rich, gotcha. at the race, uh, you picked Kyle Busch. It was a pretty good yeah. pick, Rich. Really it good It was a great pick. As he finished first, giving you two points for the week, bringing you up to three, which means you've swept me. You've had two wins. And uh, one of them was a picking the winner. Uh, I picked Kyle Larson. He ended at 29th. So
1: yeah, they were exhibition wins, but I also won the Coliseum and the Rolex Twenty Four. You did, you did. Oh so, yeah, on a Kyle, hot Kyle Larson. Yeah, Kyle Larson finished 29th, Had some electrical issues, and it was almost looking like he wasn't going to get back out on the track. But 16 laps later, they they fixed the electrical issue, threw him back out there, and due to other wrecks, I think he got to be only like 14 or 15 laps down by the end of the race. Something like that, yeah. So he came in at 29th. A rough pick um, on the fantasy side, Mike. Let's give uh, give our weekly shout-outs for that. In our...
0: Wait, I went to the poll question. Uh, I had
1: it up a I second ago. I got it. Ago. All right, for the Auto Club, our winner for the week was the Funk House, coming in at 208. Mike, you came in second with 184, and I was back in fifth place with 138, the overall standings. Mike, you are leading with 351 points. The Funk House is second with 329. I'm third with 254. Dupo24 is coming in fourth with 238. Jenna Beans is up the 5th with 231. Jeffrey the Stroop is in 6th with 221. And Jordan the Supas is bringing up the rear with 158 points. Remember to get uh,
0: those picks in today as uh, they are racing tomorrow.
1: Well, also, Mike, if you've set your picks earlier There was a change to the NASCAR lineup, to the starting lineup for the, uh, for the Pennzoil 400, as it was announced that Chase Elliott will be sitting this race out with a leg injury that he suffered due to a skiing accident. So make sure that your lineups don't include Kyle, don't include Chase Elliott, or else you'll be getting zero points. And also make sure to check that he was actually in the featured drivers lineup for bonus points, And has been replaced by Christopher Bell so make sure to update that pick as well so you have a chance at 10 bonus points on Fantasy NASCAR all right Mike so Pennzoil 400 so the cars are going south to Las Vegas from Fontana and uh, I've got the honor since uh, my driver finished higher than yours and I'm gonna go with Ross Chastain
0: yeah I like that pick Um honestly he might have been uh who i would have uh um who i would have picked if it uh wasn't for you picking him uh so i'm gonna take martin truex jr
1: i like that pick too martin uh martin did pretty well last week and he's got a good track record at vegas as well yeah but those those boys over at track house are doing really well this year so and it's my wife's favorite driver so it's always fun to um, have a common driver in common of who we're wanting to see win the race when we're watching it together.
0: Yeah, I always like that. Um, it's nice for that and, uh, you know, uh, Vegas will be a fun track. It's, it's a pretty, uh, it's another, I think it's a mile and a half tri-oval. Uh, going to be fast, going to be fun. The Vegas area is always fun. Uh, so... So yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. Um, so back to the topic at hand, Fontana Speedway is shrinking. Now, here's a problem I have. We all know that uh, having having houses around a track is never gonna be. It's never gonna work well. The noise level that that creates is ridiculous and you think oh but you moved in like you knew that you were moving in next to a track we have had the amount of tracks that are closing across the country right this last year is amazing and a lot of it has to do with development but some of it just is I mean people aren't going out Rich, you live what, five blocks from a racetrack? Mm. When you go outside, how often on a on a Friday night I think is when they run?
1: Yeah, they normally run on Friday nights. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times that we've heard car races. Yep. Car races go around. And the wife and I think, man, we really need to go to a race one of these days. You know how many races that we've been to since we've lived in this house, which has been probably about what four four years now probably. Um, let's three and say, a half maybe four years
0: let's say you uh you've done no it's got to be longer than that because we've lived up we've lived up here three and a half four
1: years so let's just say it's four let's just say it's four years okay how many races have I been to at the fairgrounds uh two one. One race. You've Got to get over there because we've gotten. I know I got to get over there more. I mean, it is fun. We had we had a great time going and seeing the motorcycle races. I was just gonna say with her father-in-law.
0: When if you were to watch that, would that be something? If it was on TV, that you would actually watch on TV. If you had the choice,
1: I I don't know if it would have been like the amateur amateur racing, but but when you get there,
0: how much of a difference is it?
1: it is it's a big difference it'd yeah. be fun to see i mean i know one of the guys that one of the businesses that sponsors a car uh qc autoplex or qc jeeps yeah my buddy uh scott wolf's business sponsors one of the cars yeah i every week it goes is, out there
0: it is one of those things that i think if you have a track near you go out and support them i'm not saying you got to go out every week I'm not even saying go out once a month, but try to get out there the same way that you want to get down. Rich, You how often do you try to get down to the River Bandits in a year?
1: Maybe two or three times a year, if that. I mean, and most of that, that's on free ticket night where mm. somehow, yeah. somehow, some way, I'm getting a free ticket. See, but just going down there to, to go to a game, not too often, not as often as I'd like to. You should.
0: And these are things like it. And where you're at, it's fairly inexpensive. Like, go to your local tracks. Go support your local sports. Heck, if all you have is a bas- is a local high school team, go support your local high school team. Those kids need supporters too. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit more later, as I uh, as I reveal some news later in the show. But um, let's let's uh, let's move on from racing. But go support your local tracks
1: rich but yeah i mean that that's probably one of the reasons why kentucky and chicago aren't on the nascar aren't on the nascar circuits or even on the xfinity or trucks here yeah it's nobody came to the races
0: um it was one of those things that yeah i'm sad to see it happen but you know I, it makes sense so okay all right rich this has been the nascar corner Presented as always by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out for all your sports memorabilia needs. Once again, that is Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Fifth Avenue, Moline, or on their eBay store. Rich, let's keep making left turns as we get to talk about
1: baseball. That's right. The Cubs spring training—they've had some games, and uh, they've had quite a few games. History was kind of. Yeah, history was kind of made last night, Mike. Did you hear what happened? I did not. Seven pitchers combined to pitch a no-hitter last in last night's spring training game. I know, I know, like, like, I know that uh, it kind of seems like combined no hitters aren't no hitters, but but it's still it's, it's still remarkable. Do I have to say it's get not off the same my lawn? When it's one player. Am
0: I? Do I have to just come out and say get off my lawn? Like. I mean I that's suppose fine. it's cool but man I mean it the whole purpose of spring training especially in spring training and and this is why I don't have a problem with it in spring training you are trying to get as many guys as many reps as you can to figure out if they're going to fit in your in your team that's mm-hmm. what spring training is and so to do that I'm okay with it the yeah. hard part for me is we have like three, four games in a day. They're splitting the team up and they're going different ways and you have your your high team and your low team and your loop-de-loo team. Like I've seen two or three games. I've seen two games going at once that, from the Cubs. That's crazy to me.
1: Yeah, because you split the squad and send them out somewhere else. That's one of the... Benefits of being in Arizona because every team is within like a 20-mile radius of each other. Yep All in the Phoenix Metroplex.
0: Yeah, and I'm okay with it. It's just one of those things that I'm kind of bummed about but uh, It's hard uh, to to watch but one of these days we're going out to spring training rich, you know When I love to do it one of these days or you know, my wife is okay with me taking a week off to go down to spring training for a week
1: Yeah, And, uh, and another spring training in oddity did you hear what happened with the Pirates and the Orioles? I did. I
0: love it. This is one of my favorite things about spring training.
1: Yes. So, the the game by ter, by traditional baseball rules, the I believe the home team was the Pirates, or I could have it flipped. Yep. Yep. They chose to they the managers talked and agreed before the inning, regardless of what happens. We want to play the we want to play the bottom of the ninth so that we can throw this pitcher in and get him in any work so that any the uh managers agreed managers agreed but the home but the away team was ahead the home team was ahead the home team was ahead yep. didn't produce they shut out they secured the victory without having the bat umpires walked off the field they're done yep so they played the bottom of the ninth inning with no umpires. The like a catcher good, was calling balls and stripes.
0: Like a good old-fashioned uh, uh, sandlot game. Yeah. But the and then finally, uh, I think you can you can don me Nostradamus. I called it. I made a yeah. prediction. It came true. I'm kidding by the way. I don't need to be called. That's a terrible name to be called. But I made a prediction. Yeah. Came
1: true. Yeah, Rich. the Twins and the Red Sox.
0: Yeah, tr- Twins
1: and- Red are... Sox.
0: Go, go for it, Rich.
1: Yeah, sorry, the The uh, Red Sox were fielding one of the predominantly pole heavy hitters, Joey Gallo was up a bat. Yep. They threw their left fielder into that left center, into that right, shallow right center field spot where traditionally they would deploy the shortstop or second baseman when the shift was allowed and it went through they couldn't call it a rule violation because all the infielders were on the dirt
0: yep wait isn't that exactly what i said like would happen you did they vacate left field i and i had this discussion at work uh early in the week this week and i was explaining that the the reason that they put that shift in place is because they have stats they have stats and they know that in point two or in two percent of your your at bats you're gonna hit to that left side and so that's why they were doing the the shift now they still have the stats and they could say well this guy when he hits to the left he hits bloopers or he hits Wherever you hit it, they have those exact sets so they can be like hey We're gonna put our left fielder here and you're you your center fielder is gonna be He'll cover he'll be able to cover much of left field It's not gonna be that big of a deal you have your third baseman back to, to run out for shallow bloopers and you have your your center fielder covering deep and and deep center mm-hmm. there's no reason i mean they still have the stats they know what's going on
1: so um yep so they're willing to give up they're willing to let a single what might have been a single if they played a traditional outfield and he goes the opposite way they're willing to make a turn a single maybe into a double yeah instead of letting him to have a better chance of just getting them out all together by putting an extra fielder on the, for a left-handed here out in right field. Yep. I, I,
0: we predicted this I predicted it weeks Mm -hmm. ago. It happened. You're going to, this is, that's the new shift until the MLB says you have to have
1: No, the outfielders have to be, then you're probably going to see like a pie chart out in the outfield, right? This is the, this is the, you got a, a center fielder, center fielder, right fielder, left fielder. You've got to stay within these boundaries.
0: Yeah. Until that happens, this shift is going to continue. By the way, when that happens, you know what's going to happen? You're going to put your second baseman in closer to. Uh, you're you're going to put your second baseman on the bag, and your or your shortstop on the bag, and your second baseman halfway to to first and you're gonna have your your right fielder in tight and you're gonna have your center fielder as far to the right as you can and he'll be he'll just run it because if it's deep enough if it's that far deep he'll have some time to get under it the shift isn't gonna go away just because they made the shift rule
1: exactly hitters need to learn again to hit to all fields it isn't all about the all or nothing home run home runner hard hit balls yep tony yep. gwynn and wade boggs would just have a heyday if they got if they play if you played a shift against them you probably wouldn't because you, they knew how to hit the off field.
0: you put a shift against wade boggs you know what he's gonna do he's gonna hit the ball at somebody's face he's gonna like that guy could he'd tell you stand somewhere Put, he did the, the Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Stand right here, put
1: your glove up. I'll get it to you. Those, Tony, you Gwyn, Tony Gwynn had a Tony Gwynn had a thing to where it was. You knew he could tell you where he was going to hit the ball, put the ball before he was going to go. And the, the fielder wasn't going to get there. Right. The, the Tony Gwynn Hall. He was going to get the ball to a certain spot on the infield. That was his goal. And if you he tried to shift. Couldn't get there. If
0: you tried to shift the fielder to there, he'd put it in the other hole.
1: Mm.
0: You, you, there wasn't a hole Tony Gwynn couldn't hit through. And you were never going to. Like, that's that's why. Uh, this is, the, Go back to fundamentals. Home runs are great. They're fun. By the way. Uh, well, I mean, if we, I guess, if you have the steroid, if back in the steroid era, it wasn't about hitting only hitting home runs. Yes, home runs happened, but that's because people were using so many drugs. Man, yeah, let's get off that. Anyway.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, right now it's all about exit velocity and launch angles and yep. bat to barrel. So, I mean, just just focus more on bat to barrel, and if you gotta adjust your adjust your stance so you can hit it hit it the other way easier to beat the shift do that yeah yeah i don't um... oh so but that's that it's probably never going to change if even if like you say, mike if they find a way to stop, to stop that rule next year they'll find another way to exploit it and have a shift where they can maximize their ability to get an out yep all right Mike, so t- this week with baseball, we're talking about what we're hoping to see from the Cubs for 2024. Man, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. So I not lo- lie. I I,
0: do. I look at the lineup that they've put in place and I say they got a good team. They have a good team. At least defensively and even offensively. But they still have the biggest problems the Cubs have had since the Cubs have been, since I've been born. They've only solved that problem once. That was 2016. I would argue 2015, too. Pitching.
1: Well, really, the pitching staff really didn't start to taper off where you were kind of scratching your head wondering, ooh, ooh. I don't know about this team really I mean you could even say 17. We had a good pitching staff. Yep. 18. We had a good pitching staff. It was like that 19 20 21 is when the guys started getting older. And the, the 2016 8 to the 16 the 15 through 17 guys that were still on the team. were starting to get long in the tooth. Yep. And that's
0: that's but aside from those years. We've never had good great pitching. It's always been well. well,
1: well, well no, you, you had the wild card. You had Lou Pinellas' team where you had Pryor, Wood, and Zombrano and yeah, those those that was that was a really good starting rotation. The problem they all there just was stay healthy.
0: The problem, yeah, exactly, or the mental health of Carlos Zombrano. Yeah, you didn't know if I mean, legitimately, if he was playing in this day and age, he would have had a counselor on the like on the bench to talk to him between innings. That man needed help. Hopefully he's gotten it since. But legitimately, uh, I...
1: But I don't know. I mean, I kind of, there, there's potential with the starting rotation. They have some great they, potential. Dayton Wisnowski, Justin Steele. Yeah. Javier Assad looked good last year. Adrian Simpson showed some flashes. Are those guys that are those guys that you're going to depend with? Yeah, they could really develop into an ace. No, probably not. Who is our could ace? Could use... you? I think right now they have Marcus Stroman listed as the ace, and I that's okay. a guy I'm more comfortable seeing as more of a number two or three guy. Yeah. And I don't see Steele or Wisnowski or Steeler wasnowski as being probably more around a. Th- a th- guy that you'd want to have as your number three in a rotation
0: here's the problem i have with all of this just to be honest with you if if those are your key guys what does it look like like are we wasting the youth that is our our offense and Defense aside from the pitcher, are we wasting these guys' times? If we're not, not,
1: I I would say not yet because those guys that you're thinking, oh, are we wasting the younger guys' time? Those guys are still in double and triple A. I
0: our starting lineup though still looks good. Like our looks, starting lineup, it looks like it could be better. Our starting lineup deserves better pitching. True or false?
1: I'd say true with that.
0: Our starting pitching is going to cost us 30 games this year. I'm going to say it. If you play 182 games, 60 games you're going to win, 60 games you're going to lose. It's those other 60 games that you're going to – like you're guaranteed to win 60, you're guaranteed to lose 60 of them. So now you're down to 60 games. And if we're gonna lose thirty of them because of pitching, it doesn't leave us a lot a margin of error for
1: much. Yeah, I mean the one thing with this rotation, with the guys that are scheduled to be in the rotation and and with guys that are slated to be long men in the bullpen, but were starting pitchers last year for us, I almost wonder if it would be best for the Cubs to play raised baseball to where you you put a pitcher out there and tell him, all right, give me four innings, if that. Regardless of how you're doing, give me four innings, and then we're going to turn it over to this guy, and have him give us three or four innings. If that's innings what out the, out the Cubs
0: are, are doing, I actually think that we actually have a decent bullpen for that.
1: Yeah, you have they've, they've got a lot of guys that are fighting for a spot in the rotation where they've already outlined that you know what, if they don't make the rotation, they're going to be our long men out of the bullpen. So I could be okay with
0: that. I could be okay with a – I could even be okay if we did a starter or a –
1: Had an opener.
0: Opener, a longman, a second longman, and a a closer. I'm okay with that even.
1: And right now the Cubs really don't have a designated guy that's slated the the – where you can point your finger and say, "Yep, he's going to be our closer this year." Yeah, so we really don't even have that. So a lot of the bullpen is in up and up in the sure. air as far as what who's going to fill which roles, and that and, could also play a game in how you if, how you can win baseball games if you don't have set defined roles. Well, and
0: and that's that's the key there.
1: That's for me the biggest
0: thing in all of this. As you and I talking about it, the biggest thing in all of it is first. Uh, how, what we think of, when, when, when what most people think of when they think of how you talk about your pitching, what you're doing with your pitching that day, most people think you look at your starter. That's not how you do it. You actually work backwards. You look at your closer. And if you don't have a defined closer, then you don't have a guy, you can't have a guy designed to be the setup man. You can't have a long reliever or a middle reliever or whatever. You, you don't have one of those, which means your starter is expected to go longer, which when with what what uh, what what Tampa Bay baseball tells us, what Rays baseball tells us, is that after the second time through the quarter you're you're in some danger of having some trouble.
1: Yep. Because they've seen your stuff, so it's time to go to the bullpen and start, start, uh, start the train up of one a new pitcher every single inning.
0: And we don't have that right now. Until you have somebody that can de- can be designated as your our closer. Because the thing about a closer is y- the closer has to be ready to go every night and pitch one inning, one shutout inning. Period. Lock down, close out. Buyer, go get in line for the train because he's in. He's not letting anything change. You gotta have that guy, and if you don't have that guy, then setting up for that guy gets extremely difficult. So we are—that's the biggest thing we need. We need to find a closer. By the way, what gave us the World Series win?
1: Getting a as Chapman. At the trade deadline.
0: One of the best closers we've seen in our generation.
1: At the time of the acquisition, yes. Great closer. Would we have won that game seven without him? Probably not. Pitched three innings. Yep. Gave up the one run that tied the game, but he kept us in that game and put us in a position to win. Yeah. Could we have won it in nine innings if if, uh, if, uh, if Madden had gone to somebody else in the ninth inning, noticing he was tiring? Maybe. Maybe. But maybe that pitcher, like the Mike Montgomery that pitched the extra inning, maybe he's the one that instead of a two, he gives up two runs instead of one run, and Cleveland's the World Series champion, and we're not. We're and not. the Cubs are still stuck in this turmoil of having won a championship in over 100 years. Yeah
0: closers are where it's at it they're hard breed to find and that's uh, that's right now where we are at we're we're missing a closer that's our biggest hole uh but overall our offense our deep our 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 bases and our position players all look great i'm happy with all of them i mean again we don't have javi baez and we don't have the we don't have the greatest shortstop that we've seen in uh, since the the nineties Yankees. I hate saying it. I don't want to admit it, but we don't. Um, and we don't have the the best catcher that we've seen. I would say, I would argue in my lifetime.
1: I think Pudge Rodriguez was a really good, probably better than Wilson Contreras. You bring up Pudge. Pudge.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. But one of the top three.
1: Yeah. I, I think I can at least put Contreras in a top five if I'm, trying to come up with other catchers that have been just as good and not just that have been equally as good with the glove and with the bat. Yeah. I, it's. But there, there's a lot of potential. And if this doesn't work out, you got, a, you got guys like Hosmer, Hosmer and Bellinger. Yep. And Hap on one year contract. So if it doesn't work out or if the guy is down in the minor leagues are just crushing it and you need to clear space to get him some playing time. Either next year when, even either, either next year or at the trade deadline, if things aren't going well, or you want to clear playing room, playing time for those guys, you got three main guys on one-year deals, and our third baseman, which could be a platoon between uh, Edwin Rios and uh, Zach McKitt- uh, Nick Madrigal, I think it is, yeah. is going to be on one-year deals too. So there could be space to clear out some room for for the young guys. But we still but have cap other- room. You still got some capital, we, yeah. sti-
0: we still have room. And by the way, the Ricketts family—maybe they're saying it publicly, and and in private they're saying, "Hey, we're gonna pay you. You're getting this money. You, you're taking you're taking the heat right now." But the Ricketts have publicly said, "We're opening it up. Spend, spend, spend." That's been put out there.
1: And they kind of did spend bringing in Dansby Swanson. Yeah. Good, good, good. He's won a couple of gold gloves. He's hit 20 to 25 home runs a year. I think you'll be plus. I think you might be surprised that he probably, on the offensive side, it wouldn't surprise me if he had, he had better offensive numbers than Javier Baez. Yeah. With just as and they... much defense. which just as much, with defense just as good.
0: I don't know if I agree with the full defense. Okay. He calls a good game. I don't know. He calls a good game. So, yeah. Um, Okay. So, Rich, hopes, high, low, tempered. I'm going to go tempered. Okay. I'm actually going to go slightly high. I think this is one of those years that we're – because, again, like you said, we have all these guys on one-year deals. So, I do see us few weeks into the season call it starting to rotate those uh and, and I, th- I this is why i think we haven't spent the money to lock down our entire 25 man roster um but and this is the big but i think what their their plan is is once you hit what is it? Three weeks into the season that you can start rotating those guys out with a without hitting that one year penalty or whatever it is. I think so. Um, well, they they've... you're going to start seeing because we're at that point where all of those those guys that when that we've been building our franchise our our long term franchise on are starting to get to a point where we can start pulling them up. And so you're going to see a lot of the guys in AAA that. The Iowa Cubs. A lot of those guys could be on a roster in the major leagues, maybe not everyday starters, but they could. A lot of the guys in the Iowa Cubs could make that make make rosters in the MLB. By the way, let's move down to double double A. A lot of those guys, most of those guys, could be on AAA teams anywhere in the country. You're gonna see our AAA team start rotating up as early as we can without taking penalties to give them some looks and to be like, to get the knowledge. That's that's a lot of what we're doing in, in spring training. That's a lot of what you do in spring training. The problem is other guys are doing that. So you're you're still playing your AAA versus your AAA. Look for this season to be a year where our, our lineup isn't super consistent throughout the year. Why? Because we are testing our AAA guys to finally make decisions on these guys to say, okay, I'm at high hopes because of that and because when push comes to shove, our day one starters are guys that legitimately could play in the playoffs. I'm going to say we are going to be around, if not slightly above 500 this year.
1: Yeah, I think I can see a 500. I don't know if I agree with that you're going to see three weeks or within a month of the season start seeing. I, th- I think you could hear talk or rumors about, is it time to bring up Brennan Davis or Pete Crow Armstrong? I think those are the two that, that I remember off the top of my head. But the thing is, both those guys are outfielders. Yep. where where do we where do we have most of our good big name players in the outfield? Yeah, Cody Bellinger, Ian Happ.
0: One year, one year.
1: Yeah, they're on they're on expiring contracts, and Seiya Suzuki is the only one that's he's injured, but right now he's got he's got what, three or four years left in his contract, so yeah. you know he's not going to go anywhere. The only and
0: the only big one that I I again is Happ, one of those guys for me Hap is one of the guys and and I like Hap. I have always liked Hap. But he's one of those guys that always felt like a second tier player to me. I I think he's good. I don't know that he is a
1: cornerstone face of the franchise type player. Exactly. He's not yeah, one of the guys. I, I get that too. you
0: ever and and it's he has great skills. But he also has enough of, of weaknesses that I hope when it comes time for contract renegotiation with him, born, there's no reason to give him big big name money. He is not a big name guy, and he's not a guy. He I will agree he's an everyday starter in most le- in most of the league, but I don't know that he's a everyday starter for teams that are winning the world series or are in NL for the for the championship games up so championship games and world series i don't know that he could be an everyday starter on any of those teams
1: i don't think he's a frontline cornerstone player he's a key contributor yep but if it came down to locking him end up to a up to a deal or giving a chance for Pete Crow Armstrong, Anderson Chirino, uh Brennan Davis, if that if he that that's the problem right Bring now. Bring up Is Brendan. Cubs, all all of their hot prospects that are on the cups of I me. Mean, could they these guys could make it to the major leagues this year? Maybe toward the end of the year after the trade deadline? They all play the outfield. Yeah. Now the thing it with Ian... like Hap, when Hap came up, there was talk of oh he can play second base. Yeah, they've tried him at first base, and but so I don't know. Do you do you shift one of the in the DH hole could be something that opens up for one of those guys or. But right now I, I think I would be I wouldn't be upset as I was when Schwarber and Bryant and Rizzo walked out the door if they if the Cubs decided to let Hap walk because they had other guys that can come in behind him and replace him
0: would you even be as upset as as you were I'm saying you not me because we know that the anger level of losing Javi and losing Wilson Contreras but are you would you be a, even as upset as you were with Javi because you weren't you weren't
1: no I, right. I saw the writing on the wall I think I was starting to get tired of Javi a little bit with the whole. Low batting average, a lot of fly flyouts and strikeouts. The flyouts and the strikeouts didn't outweigh the amazing glove work for me. Yeah. And look at what he did in Detroit when he left Chicago. Not too good. Yep.
0: Okay, so folks, oh. next week we are going to give you the over/under. Both are over/under, and the season and what the over/under is uh, by when we're going to pick. Rich, what website are we going to use for that?
1: You know what, Mike? Since um, we both we're both in the Quad Cities, so uh, let's use the sports book, uh, our local sports book, um, Elite. Okay, book. we'll if, use Elite that's Sports what we've folks, used for other.
0: You are in the Quad Cities. I so,
1: I am not. I, I know. City. I know. Um, we will use. Or, 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 okay, okay. You, you you have a you have an Iowa casino there in. Emmitsburg. Elite's fine. Whoa, whoa, Elite's fine. Whoa. Let's
0: use Elite. We'll use, use Elite okay. Sportsbook, uh, so we will. We're going to go with Elite Sportsbook over under for next week. Uh, we'll kind of talk where we whether we see agree with that, um, and and go through that. Um, the week after, we're going to start giving you our division winners, and then we're going to give you our NLCS, ALCS, uh, World Series predictions, and then finally the last week of the year, we will give you our World Series prediction and our our final prediction our first prediction of the weeklies cubs uh cubs record so look forward for that for the next month um now uh real quick because we're at 51 minutes uh this we right now going on is the uh is the nfl combine rich uh the rules committee met they are debating and apparently this is a thing uh they are debating the new the push uh, making a push rule i.e the way that the philadelphia eagles made it to the super bowl uh they're going to be debating that yeah, and I whether or not so. that's an acceptable play still uh do you can like i i, I can Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. To I just was down. gonna say, do you like the do you do you think it should be kept or do you think it should be kicked by the wayside?
1: I, I wanna see what their interpretation of the full rule is. Cause I mean, how is that it's like the push rule is that borderline the down by contact when both players are wrapped up, but oh he's still on his feet and he's still moving and they sort of push him across the end zone like a rugby player. Yep. How much of that could they just call whistle the play dead? Nope, down by forward progress. He's not along the goal line yet. Yep. Second down or third down, up, oh, up, oh, it's fourth down. He was down by contact for for that. The hard
0: part is, as Bears fans, we never have an offensive line that can provide enough of a wall, and we don't have good pushers. So this will never work for the Bears. So... We, we do have a good running quarterback, though, in Justin Fields. We do, but he's better in the open fields rather than in a scrum um yeah the hard part is if you look at old and i mean like the initial ages of football comes from rugby it looks like rugby i don't think i think you gotta let it go i don't see anything wrong with it
1: um i don't know but you got you you got to almost kind of be consistent with your rules how because if that same play was done with it not being pushed for a first down, if it didn't involve them being going with a first down, if that's not within like the two yard line, that could be whistled for down by contact. He was wrapped up and not moving anywhere without the assistance of somebody else, so that'd be a down by contact. Yep, and anywhere else on the field besides within the red zone.
0: By the way, uh, I just saw a replay of the uh, last what is it? 30 seconds of the um, helmet catch game with mm-hmm. the New England Patriots that kept them from winning the being uh, having a, a perfect season. Uh, by some of today's standards, they probably like the way that he would that, that Eli Manning was on that helmet catch, uh, the way he was wrapped up and handled, they probably would have called the game the game dead but yet in the same position, we let the the running backs grab the quarterback and just start pushing i yep. think i That'll think my problem what is comes out of this the inconsistency so um the other big thing uh rich and i don't have setups that we can show you our 40-yard dash besides that there's like 100 feet of snow outside i couldn't i mean yeah and it, where there's not snow, there's sand and salt. So I couldn't do a 40-yard dash. Let's just face it. I couldn't do a 40-yard dash. Um, so uh, what we can participate in is our measurements. Rich, you found out you're tall enough to be a You're almost tall enough to be a quarterback in the NFL?
1: I, I guess so. The official measurements came out of Bryce Young, the guy that's projected to be the number one overall pick five ten and one eighth of an inch wow weight 205 i think it was
0: well i'm taller than I'm him
1: somewhere yeah i'm somewhere between the five nine five ten and when i waved myself this morning I I, I I came in at 202
0: yeah i'm so right around enough, six I'm, foot I'm tall, and enough, I, uh, I'm, I'm tall enough i'm right around six foot and i'm um pushing 280 so you know i'm a little bit too fat to be a quarterback but the other measurement that you need to be a quarterback your hand size That's so right the hand size measurement is from tip of the thumb to the tip of the pinky rich we both measured today yeah my hand the average quarterback in the nfl 7.9
1: rich Uh, 9.7
0: or 9.7 9.7 rich
1: Your hand size, please seven and one quarter
0: That's a little small small. Yeah, no nine and a half So um, Okay, Um, and then let's do some quick hits Uh, first. I need we need to say um, Congratulations to the Esterville uh, Esports team in their Rocket League season, being the uh, going to state this week. It didn't turn out as they wanted, but good on them for getting there. um With that, it's oh, I have been offered and have accepted being the uh, esports, uh, the Okaboji esports head coach for the Mario Kart season.
1: Okay, so so will you have to? So is this only for? The Mario Kart season, to where you'd have to, or you the esports it, coach all around. Currently, it is
0: just for the esports, e- the Mario Kart season. Uh, we are already talking about uh, maybe expanding the esports um, hmm. okay. to, to include more matches and and more events that and seasons that we might participate in. So, um, as of right now, it is just for the season. Depending on how it goes. Uh, and so hopefully it all goes well, and we'll see what next year brings. So, um, yeah, excited for that. Also, um, Rich, what
1: what month are we in? Mike, we are in March.
0: Wait, that
1: means it's time to
0: get mad.
1: That's right, it is, and it's time for me to start caring about NCAA basketball, kind of for both of us. Yeah. Start caring about yep. NCAA basketball. As March Madness it will be beginning, starting in a couple weeks. Selection yeah. Sunday is next Sunday on the 12th. And you'll see the first the first four games of March Madness, the playing games, on March 14th and 15th. So, Mike, in you our went show ahead and Nebawati... already...
0: In our show yeah. description, we have the link to join our fantasy... Or our tournament pick em. Uh Put a bracket together. Slide it into that. Let us join in you will get a shout out on the on the show um and uh i'm looking forward to it hopefully we get some good good numbers in this year and uh everything goes well uh rich have you uh, are you ready for the season i know you got started and alicia has already accepted the invite we're waiting on a few more that we expect to be there and hopefully mm-hmm. many more of you will join um so yeah so click that link down there if you want to join that uh but we'll get into other links and everything else that's in there uh later.
1: Anything else And it's still and it, uh, it's still not too late to join us for Fantasy NASCAR as well. We're yep. only two races in. Yep. Still plenty of time to join in the fun and uh Yeah, and last year I, shout
0: out Last year I was uh, like five whole races behind at the end of the season, so I mean, you could have skipped five races and you could have beat me. Still. So, okay. All right. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. We are at our one hour mark. Uh, normally, we try to end the show around now, but we have one big thing to talk about that's going to be the Mass Singer. We are going to give spoilers. We are a spoiler show uh, when it comes to the Mass Singer at the end of the week. Uh, if you don't care about the Mass Singer, bye. See you. We appreciate you. Um, if you do care and you haven't watched this week's episode, please turn it off. We don't want to spoil it for you. But we're going to, in three,
1: two, one. Okay, Rich. all right, Mike. So this week we had the California roll, the return of Medusa, and the polar bear.
0: Yeah, the polar bear, I. So the po, the, the Medusa came out first, sang mm-hmm. amazingly. That girl can sing. Uh, yeah. Quite impressed. Uh, then the polar bear comes out, and you know what? I knew, and I told my wife, this is a rapper or DJ of some sort. His singing sucks. But you know what? When he was doing his hype stuff, he did great. So I'm like, it's one of these type guys. But I couldn't figure out who it was.
1: That's right. And with no surprise whatsoever, it was the legendary Grandmaster Funk. Yeah. Yeah. DJ no, and Grandmaster Pioneer Flash of, not funk flash Oh, flash okay Grand, grandmaster flash Big legendary girl. dj that pioneered scratching yep yep
0: totally amazing it was great to hear him bust out on the turntables after after everybody went and uh, let go and uh, yeah i was i loved it um, and then uh, the california rolls i have an idea
1: okay mike off who the you clue think it
0: package is? Off of... The, I actually had two ideas. I, I actually I, I misled you a little bit earlier. Off the clue package, nope. I was listening, and the way that there were five different people, and the way they were joking around, I said, could this be the cast of Friends? It was New York night.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: It was New York night. They made lots of friends references. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought it was a friend. Then they op- then, then, I started getting this feeling, and then they started singing. And in the middle of singing, I said, "I think this is the pentatonics." And I was like, "I don't hear it." And then Jenny McCarthy comes up, and she says, "I think this is the pentatonics." I was like, "That's impressive. I didn't think so, but she said it, and she's pretty good. That's kind of impressive." And then the battle happened. Man, I think that's been one of the best battles we've seen to date, bar none, every, any season uh, in the Mass Singer. And yeah, I mean, in the middle of that, my wife says, I think you're right.
1: Yeah, the battle for me is what saved... What saved the the California roll? I really didn't was not come away very impressed with their with their initial number, and was like, "All right, we know in advance they're ringing the bell." Which was my second issue with this episode. Not that they rang the bell; it's that they teased that the bell was more than likely going to be rung that episode.
0: Oh no, we all knew it was going to be rung because it's the last of the uh, it's the last of this group, so they only get
1: to use it once per group. I wouldn't have liked to have seen – I would not have liked – I didn't want to see that in the – I didn't want to see that in the teaser yeah. episodes coming up. I would have rather seen the whole I, – I think it, I, I would have been fine with the old – in the lead up to them to Nicole running to the bell to ring it, going with the – should I ring it? Should I ring it and then cut it right there? Don't show her running toward the bell with the hammer to work, where you know it's going to happen. Yeah. But by all means, I where the first performance, knowing that the bell was going to be used, it was almost like, man, I wish they would have saved Debbie Gibson or, or Sarah Miller instead of saving it for what I thought was going to be the California role. But the battle round changed my mind, and oh. now I can see that yep, they they made the right decision to save. It also, Medusa, it also who, who leads who up to the, the
0: battle. biggest problem my wife has with this show and their new format. Mm-hmm. Medusa has sang against how many people?
1: Six. Yep. Yeah, six.
0: How many people has the California role had to go
1: against? Two. I don't like the new <sighs> format either, but maybe that's how they're getting bigger name stars to come and do the show because maybe they only know all right i'm only gonna be around for one week i can handle one week of this
0: i'm okay with the one week but medusa should automatically have like honestly the producers are the one that's making the decision who goes and who stays and who oh yeah who wins the battles and all that
1: they make those decisions yeah because come on when you show when you show the when you show the like the crowd of like voting on their phones Who the heck would have, out of all those three performances, whoever thought the polar bear was my favorite performance? None of them. It's like, come on. No. But but
0: what I will say is let Medusa win the battle and save the California role. Mm -hmm. Like, come on now. Yeah. Medusa me, deserves still... to go to the to the final four or whatever. Yeah, it's going to be the final four.
1: Yeah. But... For me, I'd still like to see the panel come out and say who they're voting for after the battle. Yep. To see what happens if there's a tie when they don't have a fifth panelist. I think. What happened? By the way,
0: if it goes through a fifth, I mean, it should go down. Who's, to... the,
1: who's the mystery fifth panelist? Is it? Because you never see Nick pull out a phone. I think that, it's. I think it's got to be person. Nick.
0: I think Nick has to be. But, again, it's not. It's the producers that say I this know. is who's winning. And it's fine. Exactly. But, And I still love the show. It's still great
1: fun. Yeah, still love it. But,
0: anyway, so that was our uh, little bit of uh, Masked Singer spoiler. I I agree that Medusa needed to stay. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see how that showdown goes. And, and hopefully, I, I hope I, we see her in the Final Four, even. Um, but she's going to have to sing at least against more people
1: coming up. The other people that got saved. So you're not going to see her next week. It's going to be three brand new singers as it's yep. going into group B yep. next week. Okay. All right, Mike. So if they're uh, listening to watching us here on Facebook or on, uh, or on YouTube and they kind of want to just hear the audio side of us and take us anywhere wherever they go, Uh, where can they find us Mike
0: just about anywhere they want Uh, we are on all major uh, on all major podcast platforms iHeartRadio Spotify Apple and Google Podcasts along with uh, dozens of others look for us wherever you find your podcast we should be there Rich they're listening to us you mentioned it but they want to watch us but don't want to get Facebook where should they watch us
1: uh, look us up on YouTube, where you can see the recording of it, and also, I mean, if you're listening to us on podcast and uh, you want to see what we look like, see what our recording setups look like. Look us up on the YouTube.
0: And finally, if you want to participate in our poll questions or get any notifications about when we go live, like our page on the on Facebook, our Balls and Six page, or look us up on fans of balls and sticks either one of those uh we we go live on both and we do uh and and our poll question is always on the fans page once again this week's poll question rich
1: crazy train versus thunderstruck all right mike before we give our own personal shout outs did we have any reactions or comment shout outs on the facebook feed we did not but right. if you want to
0: get those, join us while we're live. Like us, make a comment. If you make a comment that's pertinent to the conversation, we'll try to get it in during the conversation. Otherwise, you'll get a shout out at the end of the show. Finally, Rich, it's time
1: for our personal shout outs.
0: Who do you got this week?
1: Um, I got to wish a happy anniversary to my parents. March 1st was their anniversary.
0: Wow. I have a whole bunch of stuff this week. First, on the 27th, my little brother turned 34 wow you know he turned 34 on the 28th ish my niece didn't actually have a birthday but she's been it, the 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 like the, her birthday doesn't exist this year she's a leap day baby so happy birthday Haley! and happy birthday jonathan and f- and not not by in any order other than just the dates. On March 1st, my sister-in-law, Jenna Stro- Jenna Hart, also had her birthday. And then yesterday, I think it was yesterday, Jeffrey Stroop, or Jordan Stroop, who is Jordan Masupa, uh, had his birthday. Happy birthday to all of you guys. It was a busy week for birthdays. Uh, Rich. What's it time to do?
1: Mike, let's go ahead and roll the outro.
0: Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Bald and Sticks, the Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich.